I'm Dina Blizzard and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Uppy, uppy. Uppy, everybody. Hello, it's Denise from Brea, California. Yes, California. It is dark 30 outside, but we are all here to see one, uh, what is it? One funny morning with Dina Blizzard. Okay, I'm going to go back. What was that? That's Denise Phillips. I'm going to guess it was 5.30 in the morning in California because that's exactly what it looks like. It's just dark, pitch dark out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. A lot happening. Denise is different. Scares me a little bit, but I'm in. I love it. I love all your intro videos and I thank you for doing them. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. I'm late. We all knew that. It's a Wednesday. Whatever. Whatever. So, um, is she wrong though? It was hard to hear what she said. But I think she said, Dina is so pretty. And I turned the lights out so she could shine brighter. I'm almost positive that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, good morning, Doris from Ontario. Good morning, good morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, Gab, your intro was so good. She said she missed it. I think it was Monday, uh, but you did a great job. I saw the pictures of the kids on the desk in your classroom. It was really nice. Morning. I never went to bed, so here we are. Beth, what's happening? Why is that? I know, I know a lot of people are sad because of what happened with the Phillies. Um, but um, hopefully, um, I don't, I don't even know what you say. I don't know. Do you say pick a different team and move forward? No, you don't say that. I'm not sure what you say. But whatever it is, we'll figure it out. Uh, we had a good run with the Phils, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, all night with the daughter, concussion. Uh. Mm. Um, no, we don't say that. Now you can cheer for the Texas Rangers. I don't okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, who are the Diamondbacks going to play? I don't know. Pam's like, still my team. Yeah, Phillies, Phillies fans aren't changing. Mm -hmm. 
It's kind of crazy too, because the game, we were still doing Tipsy Tuesday. And what was it? I think Anna Paglioni was telling us it was 3-2. Fine. Uh, oh, the they play the Texas Rangers, got it. And, um, and then I stayed up to watch, um, and then it went to 4-2. And I can't imagine, like, it's funny, like, I haven't historically watched a ton of baseball, but it's very funny because it, like, I think to myself, for instance, if you could play a major league sport, what would you play? Would it be football? Basketball? Hockey? Baseball. Yeah, that feels like all of them, right? Soccer. If somebody said to you, you can go back and you could play. Yeah, Gav's like, none of the above. Football's out. There's no part. So last night I go to the concert. Exactly, Missy. Last night I go to Brooks' concert on campus. And uh, Brooke told me it started at 7, so I got there early. Of course, it didn't start till 7.30. So I got nothing to do. So I start walking around campus. Now, I went to Rowan as well. So I like to look around to see how nice it is and what all the tuition I paid for and what building I bought uh, because um, it's a lot nicer. I literally think that I went to school in basically tents uh, because it's so beautiful now. So as I'm walking around, um, the, you know, uh, do you ever go back to the college or your stomping grounds, wherever they were, were, wherever they was, and you walk around, you go, I think I made out with a guy over there, went to a, went to a party over here. Sherry and I got locked in a bathroom over there. I was dating a guy who was on a soccer team. Do you ever do that? It's fun. Uh, then you feel old. Either way. I dated a guy who was a soccer player and, um, and, uh, one night before you're definitely a lot nicer. Yeah. Uh-huh. So different. I tell my son stories. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, so anyway, I was, uh, looking at all the fields and yeah. So what was my point? My point was, Football, there's no, oh, that's what it was. So last night, there was a whole bunch of youngins playing rugby on just like a random Tuesday at the college. Now, you know, I'm on the testosterone. And I'm thinking, I remember this in college, like going to school, whatever, whatever. But there was no part of me on a random Tuesday that was like, you know what I should do? Get sweaty and and attack like physically attack people. There's just no. I was like, why? What do you think it is that women don't have the same? Like, if I have some free time, like there's no part of me is like Shakendra, line up, get Tanya, we're gonna tackle each other. Like it's just not. It's just very crazy. I don't know. It's just not part of my DNA. So football, yeah, what is free time? So football would not be on my agenda. 
And basketball feels like it requires skill. And hockey, I enjoy my teeth. So the only thing left is baseball. As a mom now, though, I do randomly want to tackle someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a strange time to join. We're starting a rugby team. Um, my point is, is that baseball seems like you get to keep all your teeth. You don't have regular concussions unless, of course, you get hit with a line drive, in which case you die. And, uh, you know, you get to chew gum. I don't know. But my point is, is that it seems semi-fun. Soccer would probably be fine if it wasn't for the running. So my point is, is that I would have been fine playing the baseball. Here's where I'm looping back to. Mm -hmm. Until last night, what was it? The top or bottom of the eighth scores 4-2, two, two outs. No. That right there. Because, I, you know, I'm always a little behind. I'm like, I think. Because it was, it was the ninth inning. I was like, I think that there's only one out left. And then they, they're going to win. And so I'm doing the math. And, and then I just don't ever, I couldn't, my stomach couldn't be the one person that has to save the game. Two outs, people on the bases, whatever. And then all of a sudden, and then don't do that two strikes, three balls. And now I can't take that kind of stress. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. You know I'm saying? Like, give me a good kickball team. Why isn't there a national kickball team? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. Brutal. Brutal. And then they just keep bringing pictures out. I'm like, bring the tired. I, now you got to run in kickball too, but curling is my jam, Katie. And I was going to sign up for classes, but I was touring last year. Mm -hmm. My grandson always seems to get up when there are two outs. Mm -hmm. OFM bought dodgeball. We could have t-shirts made. Mm -hmm. But remember in dodgeball, not dodgeball, in kickball, like the ball would be like the biggest. Do kids even play kickball anymore? Oh. Um. Yeah. Um. That likes to go for a walk and then enjoy a nice, brisk sit and chat. And I'm in. I'm in for that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I always hated dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball, that's, it was just mean. It was like, how could we make middle school worse? Like, what do you mean? Well, 
your body's changing. You probably smell. All of a sudden you have hair. You have like a lot of pimples. You're not really sure who likes you and who doesn't like you. Maybe your boobs popped and you're like, oh, this is like a lot. You're like, you know what would make this great? is if we could hit kids with something. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Never good. No, I was always pick last. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just play a game where you get a hard rubber ball to the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball is how you know you're slow and uncoordinated without anybody saying a word. Yeah. Did you ever look at some kids and you're just like, you didn't even try to move. You're like, just move. I feel like that would have been Sherry. Like, we didn't go to middle school together, but I feel like I would have been like, Sherry, move. Oh, okay. You just got hit in the face. You got to move. And she was like, why are people hitting me? Like I just, ah, <laughs> uh, when you got your period and it was high school gym. Mm-mm. No. I really feel like girls in high school who are get or have their period, they should just not have to come to school. It's just the worst. Just you don't know what's happening. And then how many times did I was, I was at school and someone's like, I need you to walk behind me. One more. And then, okay. And you're like, like that. But these are hard times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're a more of a thumbs, thumbs up, seven up kind of group. It's like resting. Heads up, seven up. It's heads up, seven up. Heads up, seven up. I love heads up, seven up. Mm-hmm. You know how many fake periods I had to do so I didn't have to go to the gym? You're so funny. <gasps> I got mine for the first time in fourth grade and it was awful and I thought I was dying. Oh my gosh, Jess. I would never have even thought to tell. That's not true. I think I've said this story before. Like in, We were all girls. My mom and my dad. But my mom never hid her period. We knew about our period like I don't I don't just don't ever remember a time where I didn't know. She just she would just be like, oh, I have my period. And we'd all sit in the bathroom on the on the toilet and talk to her. It was just I know it sounds weird, but it just it was never anything that was like hidden or like something to worry about. Like, I don't know. It was kind of nice. I was nine and three quarters now. And so um, when I was, when I knew about period, but it's like when you're older, this will not, this will happen. Not, not, yeah, exactly. My mom was an open book. Let me tell me, I was very happy to have an older sister. Really? That's really crazy. Started her period in third grade. Cam. I could I can't even imagine having to explain that to a little kid. I was in a lo and behold, I can remember the first time I had to go to the closet and the box was empty. 
No, I was scared and I hid in my closet. Isn't it crazy when she had my younger brother and that was 56 years ago. I didn't tell my mom for months. I started this summer between five, between fifth and sixth grade. It was awful. I had no idea about anything. What? My twin started on the same day? Melissa, they, they're identical. Are they identical? They have to be. The same day? They figure they got to feed off of each other, right? Oh, my gosh. Both my daughter. I was 11 and both my daughters were. They do say, I'm going to my sister Roy at the beach. My dad and I, we're going to join them later. My mom never talked about my period. She forced my older sister to have two boys, and they all know all about that. That's what I said, Lacey. I was like, Dean, come learn about mommy's period. He was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, you're going to. You're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because now that, you know, I'm at the, uh, hold on, let me check. I'm going to do something to the internet. So it's just going to go fuzzy for a second. So hold on. And we're back. Um, John Kensel was like, I am so glad I'm here for this show. Uh, John's another comic, very funny. It was with the books and the pads and stuff prepared, but I was at my grandmom's house when I got my first one. I had to walk around with a washcloth in my pants until I got home. <gasps> Men have no, my best friend next door told me about periods, not my mother. When my daughter gets it, I feel her symptoms. Does that happen with them? Really, Tanya? Listen, they say, we know when they figured out that like, if you're like in an all girls dorm, if they stay there for a year, they will eventually all sink. That's that's some crazy stuff. That's how you know. The biology of why we're all nuts, it's beyond us. It's beyond us. Mm -hmm. With our bodies, she had six stars. I'm an open book when my kid has. Yeah, when my friend's house is sleeping, her mother yelled at me for getting blood. No, she did it. If that happened, I'd be like, baby, don't even worry about it. This is just called life. Don't even worry about it. Let's talk, let's talk about it. No, no. I had a whole conversation with Natalia. I was, I was trying to teach her how to, how to use tampons. I got videos out. We found the weirdest videos. It was a video with a mannequin in it. And she's like, why are you making me watch this? I go, I don't know. This is not at all. <laughs> it's just so no, I can't imagine all those girls at college having their period. That whole that they must have been like, we should just implode the campus. Let's just let's just implode this building. Mm -hmm. But I did. My son was so when he found out about my period. I was taking a shower to jump out. I decided to flush after I was done with my shower. My son woke up to the freak out when he saw the blood in the joint and freak out. I said, Mom, you gotta bleed. And he the car stopped before he dialed this the second one and explained it to him. Yeah. So now that I'm at the other side, you know, the part where you die and all your organs roll up. Uh, and she was saying that the, the time, and tell me if you find this to be true, but if you got your period early, they're saying you're going to go through menopause early. Um, so I'm technically early because I was like 48, 49. 
when it started. Um, but uh, I don't think I got, I was in high school. I, I, saw, I think I was like 13. I don't think I was that young. But for people, there was a girl that I met at the gynecologist and she is in menopause, but she looks younger than me. And I said, how old are you? And she was like, I'm 42. I said, you're 42 and you're menopause. She's like, I got my period in sixth grade. I appeared at 18. I started menopause at 51. I'm still going through at 56. Mm -hmm. This pain's for the birds. Get me started. I started at 11, stopped at 57. That's too long. Mm, I was late when I and went through menopause early. Yeah, I don't know. I was in eighth grade, late bloomer. You were in 41, Donna, when you got your period. I'm like, I wish. So true. 10 till around late 40s, stayed in Perry for, <clears throat> yeah. And then I don't know when this started, <coughs> but somebody came up with perimenopause just to mess with everybody. Mm hmm. Did, you ever, did anybody have the perimenopause talk with you yet? Mm hmm. Um, in perimenopause, Roy's like, I still haven't got my period, guys. Um, I feel like I was like maybe 38 and I went to the gynecologist and I was like, oh, you know, my, my periods were getting really heavy and, um, I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe I had a hump in my back. I had a mustache. I don't know. But I was like, yeah, this is what's happening. What does it mean? She's like, oh, how old are you? And I was like, I don't know, 38 maybe? She's like, oh, you're in perimenopause. And I was like, what? She's like, you're in perimenopause. I was like, is this new? What are you talking about? She goes, no, it could start now. I said, I'm too young for menopause. And she's like, oh, no, you are. But that's why it's called peri. Mm -hmm. Perimenopause is stupid. If you're in it, you're in it. I was just so surprised at how heavy my periods were getting. Does anybody else feel like, like I don't know. I was like, this should be getting less. I already have it. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. No period counting down. Three more months. Mia, you're going to love it. Full man, Perry was horrible. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like, I feel like, when they don't know what's going on with women or why we're all nuts uh, or why our bodies do it, they just they just take the word menopause and just keep putting words in front of it. They're like, this is mini menopause. What is mini? It's before peri. What's, what's maxi menopause? No, it's just when your vagina falls out. What? They just peri, mini, baby menopause. What? Mm-mm. Yeah, but so many people did that ablation for a while. And I was like, I don't think I can burn my vagina up. Can't do it. I mean, I don't care for her all the time, but I can't do it. And people love it. Mm hmm. Have a great cramp free day and a half. Mm hmm. Oh, I just read that somebody else's comment with yours, Jeremy. Jeremy, you can learn a lot here. Mm -hmm. I was like reading about how my periods were in high school. Gotten to blend. I don't have to deal with it anymore. I'm telling you, Lauren, people swear 
I didn't understand. I was like, why is it getting heavier? It went into menopause the day my brother died. We were 40. What? Mm-hmm. No, I went a one year and a week and then had a period. Uh-uh. This stops, period. Mm-hmm. But doctors won't check levels or mine. I would I would always ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't full bitchy. I'm peri bitchy. <laughs> Like you are being a real B. Oh no, I'm not being a B. I'm being Perry B. Okay. You don't want to see full B. This is Perry B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my doctor won't check my levels because I'm still on the pill. Yeah. If you're if you're taking hormones, they can't check your hormones. You're taking them. Mm-hmm. So weird. A mini Perry B. This isn't the real thing. Just wait. Gosh. Yeah, during Perry, I was so busy I couldn't even stand myself. That's what I mean. Like when I get really like upset or mad, I just get really quiet. And it I know it makes people crazy. But I I'm saying so much in my head and I feel like if I want to have friends when this passes, the best thing I can do is just stop talking. Cause even people I genuinely like, I won't have anything nice to say. And my grandma, God rest her soul. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That should be, should be on a shirt. If you don't, have anything nice to say, I would be fine walking around in just a world of silent, but totally quiet. Mm -hmm. My brother's name is Perry. He'd be so confused by this conversation. <laughs> I'm Perry bitchy. What? Mm -hmm. I would never speak. Well, that's what I mean. I use all my good words when we're on this show. Mm -hmm. I run straight to my age. I feel fantastic. Allison, that's so nice. I'm glad. Hey, Margaret. Yeah, no. Thumper said it first. Thumper? Is that where my grandma got it? I thought my grandma was just prolific. You tell me she had learned it from a rabbit. What? His reason she said it was a blessing because it was not great not having heavy cramps and heavy periods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Angie. Yeah. So a lot of times people will be like, what do you think? And I was like, mm. and in my mind, I'm like, and they go, what do you think? No, I'm, I don't think much. Yeah. My face says a lot. Mm -hmm. I want to stop the pill, but the last time I did, that I bled like I was shot. Can't mentally handle that. Angie, you got to talk to somebody. Well, how old are you, Angie? Because I was on I was on the pill to because my periods were so heavy. 
But then during the pandemic, you know how everybody was drunk. And I kept, I forgot to take my pill. Because I had been on the pill for like a long time. But I forgot to take it. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll just go the month. And I just won't take a pill. And then I thought I would take it the next month. And then I forgot again. It was like my contacts. Like, what is something that when you started the pandemic and you were like, this is who I am. But coming out of the pandemic, like, we don't do that anymore. Is it, you know what I'm talking about? So, like, I used to wear contacts every day. And then I was like, where am I going? Who am I going to see? But now I can't see anything. So I got used to not wearing contacts. And then one day I tried to put my contacts back in and my eyes fell at the back of my head. They just popped in. They fell on the inside and rolled around. I can't do it. Mm -mm. So that and the pill. I just, yeah. I was chemically relaxing my hair before the pandemic. Really? I can't even imagine. And you have such beautiful hair. Makeup every day. Yeah, I stopped it. But then I realized that people could see me. So I started I don't know, full makeup. Red lips and now not so much. Yeah, mine was contacts. Leg shaving. Who going to know? Mm-hmm. Dyeing my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fun. Certain things. Embracing the gray. So many women. I had my hair just be curly. Missy, I've never seen your hair not curly, have I? Manicures. Manicures, like you got more, you started getting them, or you stopped getting them. Nothing. I really was just a hermit. Wearing a bra. I don't think I've done anything different besides I still don't go in the office, still working from home. I know. I actually changed job during the pandemic, realizing I was working too hard for not enough, so I learned my worth. Good for you. Um, I stopped. I cut my nails short. Let's switch it. Yeah, I don't ever, I don't ever get my nails done. Uh huh. Brenda, of course, I'm doing pellets. So um, around the same time that I started the pellets, I had to do the DEXA scan. So if you're around 50, you should have gotten a DEXA scan. Um, I started getting my nails done after the pandemic. Isn't that funny? Um, and um, now it's all natural. Good. Um, Post chemo, my new hair is white and crazy curly. Hope it starts to grow downward soon rather than up. Mm -hmm. I got to go. Heading to Kalamazoo, Michigan, West, June, to change my daughter's shower faucet and have lunch and get our nails done too. And it's too dumb nose. Um, yeah, I was gonna say at least what she's saying. Not too. Um, I do. I feel like coming out of the pandemic, I started meeting so many women with just beautiful gray hair. Um, I stopped making out with random strangers due to the pandemic. Joking. Sonny's like, still do it. <laughs> so he's like, no, no, I mean, I, I don't do it. I think you do. 
Um, mm -hmm. um, what was I saying? Something about the pellets. What was I talking about? I don't know. I feel like I started up at 10 times for cancer came out and there caused the same symptom. I wonder if pellets would help. Going to ask my doctor. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So I got my DEXA scan around the same time. And because you know, there's osteoporosis, then there's osteopenia. Don't get me started on all these words. And I was like, what's osteopenia? They're like, it's basically peri-osteoporosis. You know, they got peri-everything. And so the pellets have a lot of estrogen in them. And she said, it's going to take a long time. So like two years, but in the two years, um, if you stay on the estrogen, um, then, you know, your bones will start to build back up. Mm -hmm. What? Men and women are dying their hair gray now. I've seen several young women with color gray in their hair. What? People are putting gray in their hair? Yeah, Wendy, you got to get on some type of calcium. I don't know how I feel about the gray hair. And I said it to my hairdresser. I was like, what if we just let it go? And she was like, honestly, you don't have enough of it. I go, I feel like I do. She's like, don't. Mine's like, I don't know. I don't know what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <sighs> she was a blonde before, said Tiffany. I bet it'll be beautiful. I feel like that's the time to just do it, you know? Or just dye it like white. Like just do something crazy. There was a kid last night at the concert. And I think he was the drummer. And he died. Died. It had to be died. It was like Ronald McDonald red. Short. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about this concert. So this concert um, was Brooks uh, Orchestra. She's a music major. And they do concerts um, each semester. And um, and some of the music, because Jacqueline is also in her orchestra at school, and sometimes you'll go and the pieces that they choose are so beautiful that I come home and I download them. I have to find the name of this 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 piece, but they did um, they did the first piece. Um, it, it, the first piece was actually Metuchen High School, so they have this string competition, and all the high schools compete that have meet, like uh, string programs. So Metuchen High School came and played, and it was beautiful. Fine, they leave. Then they bring out. Um, this kid who, he was just cool, okay? Real tall, real tall kid. And it's funny because I'm all the way in the back and they're, they're college students, but from far away, I mean, you know, in college, some of these kids look 35. Like they just had so much like facial hair. Like Dean looks 12, 
But some of these boys, they're just, they just look old from far away. I don't know. And I was like, all these kids are in college. Anyway, so the kid that's first chair in the cello section, he's 35. He got three kids somewhere. I don't know. So uh, I don't know if you guys know what a concerto is, um, but a concerto is when there is a soloist in an orchestra. So um, essentially one instrument is uh, like featured and the orchestra then becomes the backup dancer to that instrument. That is what a concerto is. And um, so there was a concerto competition at the college and um, a bunch of the kids could audition. Um, you know, they pick an instrument and they audition and then whoever is the best one gets chosen and then gets featured in the concert. Fine. So um, the conductor came out and the conductor was so interesting. Um, each piece that was played, she would come out and she'd tell you the history of these pieces or tell you something about the people that were playing them. To me, it just makes all the difference in the world when you get to know a little bit about the composers or where they were in their life, uh, why they wrote a piece of music, what was it driven by? And some of them are just beautiful stories. Uh, so she was talking about how, no, it was a professor that chooses it. So she was talking about how they did this concerto competition and she said, so tonight's concerto is being done uh, with a viola lead. So a viola in the orchestra is not usually kind of a, a featured um, instrument. Violin always, piano will sometimes have a concerto with a full orchestra, cello sometimes. Um, but you know, like you, you very rarely will see like a bassoon or an oboe and viola is kind of like the backup dancer to the violin. So whatever, she's, it's going to be a viola. So I was like, oh, this will be lovely. A viola. I don't know if you guys know this, but a violin, um, you know, might be about this, uh, depth, you know, so when they put it, it's like this thin, uh, a viola is going to be deeper. So it has a little bit of a deeper sound. Um, looks like a violin strings are different, probably different intervals. Um, but it's a little bit deeper and then a cello right now we can't put it this way anymore. And now cellos are even deeper and then the basses get deeper. So that's what allows for those deeper and deeper sounds as they go. So, um, so this kid, you know, she's introducing him and he had girl, like if you were in college, you would have been like, oh, this kid is so handsome, right? He's super tall. He's, um, I think he was from South America and he had just long hair to hear. And whenever he went at the end, when he bowed, he just, he flipped his head up and just went like, he looked like he should be on the front of like a, a romance novel or something, right? Adorable, fine. So he comes out. And she's saying, yeah, a violin, a viola is between a violin and a cello. Yes. Um, and so he comes out and she says, I, this is going to be a beautiful piece, but I wanted you to know that this student just started playing the viola last semester. <laughs> I was like, what? So he apparently is like a virtuoso on violin. Um, but if you are a music major, um, 
let's say similar to medicine, you have to do a rotation through all the different types of instruments. So um, like Brooke is in a trumpet class right now and uh, you might have a percussion class, whatever. Well, he took viola, which, um, you know, it's similar, but it's definitely not the same instrument. But because he had such an aptitude for violin in one semester, not only was he able to play the viola, but he learned a 42-page concerto and, and was able to perform in front. Beautiful. He plays it. It was beautiful. Just you. Ju it was mesmerizing, right? Because it he he's just so statuesque. Yeah, anybody could go to these concerts. They're really beautiful. I encourage you to check out your college's local programming because whether it's the students that are coming in or they'll bring in other talent to come and do like a series, like a jazz series at the college. It's really quite lovely. So anyway, <clears throat> I was running late. I'm going to tell you about the last piece they played, but I had to leave before the last piece was played. So I texted Brooke and I said, um, hey, I can't stay for the last piece. You can play your part for me when I see you. It's not going to sound like anything because there's a full orchestra, but whatever. Um, so I left. So this morning she called me when I was getting ready and we're chatting. And I said, yeah, last night it was just so beautiful. Um, you know, we really had a great time, um, you know, watching and whatever. And she said, she said, how did, I said, and that fella that did the viola concerto was so beautiful. And she said, oh, mom, yeah, he, he was recruited from South America. There was a couple students that were there. Um, and she said, he's really nice. And she said, did you see him crying? And I was like, what? She said, he was crying while he was playing it. Like he just was so moved by this. Like he had worked so hard. It was just so beautiful. Like to listen to like musicians, just, you know, talk about other musicians or just, just be in all of each other. Like it was, it was, and you, I don't know. It's, I was sitting so far back that I didn't see it, but like just listening to it, it was like, he was like talking to you with the, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. They did such a good job. And then uh, there was an intermission and then the high school and the college got together. Oh, I wish I had the ticket. I was going to scan the ticket to see who the, um, the last piece was by. Um, but the last piece were a couple movements of, um, of a sonata, I think. I wish I, I knew which piece it was, but it was, um, it was a, a composer I didn't really know much about. So it wasn't like Beethoven or Mozart or Bach or any of those. Um, somebody I hadn't heard of. And she said, the next piece that we'll be playing are, are, are suites one, who is one, two, and four. And she starts telling us about this composer. And she goes back. She starts talking about um, during this composer's lifetime, I think it was the Soviet Union, maybe. But she talked about how he had written an opera. And in this opera, 
the music was very dissonant. So I don't know if you know that word, but like dissonance and music would just be like, it's, it's not melodic. It doesn't flow. It's just like real out there. Um, and just kind of sounds and tones that don't necessarily complement each other, but in a way that's kind of beautiful if you like that kind of music. So he wrote this piece, it was very dissonant and uh, kind of off-putting in the sound of it. But she said he wrote it like that because the play itself, the opera itself, had themes of murder and rape and horrible things. And so this is what, well, at the time, right? So this is hundreds of years ago. Uh, this country, or decades ago, this country uh, really prided itself on being positive, which I thought was funny for the Soviet Union because that is not how I see it, but I don't know. But she said the government was very offended that he would put these themes when he was like a representative of their country and he was like one of the most well-known composers. And so she said, I don't want to say that he started getting death threats, but they basically said, do not do this again. Do not write this music. This is not who we are as a country and you represent us, whatever. She goes, so the piece we're about to play is the next uh, piece that he wrote. She's like, so this piece is going to start off really beautiful. And then she goes on to tell you about what happens in this musical and how he was really fighting um, to keep his own identity and still give his country what they wanted. She goes, but if you listen to it, there are some definite dissonance in it. And she goes on to say that there are hidden parts of it where there's a lot of angst. It just, it was like a full music, yeah, trying to stifle his gift. And he was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put like, what do they call it when they when they put like hidden things in the background, Easter eggs or something? And so it was just um such a great story that by the time she turns around to then have them um play it. You were like, oh, I, I totally hear. Oh, I heard what she said. This is the second movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew this was going to happen. It was just, yeah, subliminal messages in it. It was so interesting. And, you know, I think that there is, um, I feel like so many of us, uh, you know, even if you say that you don't like, I don't really like listen to a lot of classical music, but you think back to like, all the cartoons that we grew up with, they all had orchestral classical tracks behind them. And so, you know, like Fantasia, if you watch Fantasia when the kids were little, I used to watch it all the time. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I don't get to do it very much. Um, but, you know, sometimes the pieces that they pick, they're just so, they're just so beautiful. Um, so it was uh, it was a great night. So I, I missed the last movement. And I said to Brooke, I said, you're going to have to play it when uh, when I see you. Um, and uh, Dmitry Shiskanovich, it might be. Mm -hmm. um, 
I was surprised how much. Yeah, Carmen's great. Carmen's great. Um, but it was just, it was lovely. It was a uh, nice to be able to go. And she was just, um, she was just in, uh, just in her element. She just looked totally comfortable and. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I did with the ticket. Let me see if I can, because I think there's this, there was a scanner on it. And um, let me see if it was in my purse. Hold on. Oh, D. Michael. I was just talking about Brooks' concert last night. It was so good. Oh, what happened to the game? Did everybody leave the stadium crying? Hold on, I'm going to scan this and see if I can get the. Um... Yeah, honestly, it felt like a funeral. Really? That's so sad. Oh no, it's not picking it up. It was funny too, because like while we're on our way out, while we were walking out, mm -hmm. there was this guy that was like screaming and he was like, like everyone's on our way out. And there's this guy that's like, it was like programs. <laughs> programs. And some guy was like, burn them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was it was sad to leave in the stadium yesterday. Mm. Um. Sit down back there because you didn't brush your teeth. Uh, Dean was at the heart wrenching game. I feel this game last night. Yeah, it was. When tough. did you know? Was it like the eighth inning when they weren't closing the gap? Oh, Robin said the Diamondbacks deserve that win. It's been 22 years. Okay. Okay. All right. Who said that? Robin. Robin. Um, it seems like you and I don't have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. No, no, no. But it, I feel like uh, just at a certain point, like the Phillies just like weren't hitting the ball at all, and it was like it was like yeah. Hmm. I, and so at one point, people started leaving. What? Like early, yeah, I know. And the, there was some dude in our section that was like, got really, really upset. And so as people were leaving, he was like, "Sit down." He's like, "There's two innings left." Yeah, I'm um, surprised. I wouldn't have been able to leave. I was wondering last night. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna leave, but. At the bottom of the seventh, it was what four two. Oh yeah, I was saying it was four two, and I feel like it wasn't like it was close enough where you could close the gap, right? Like like we won, like Phillies won a game 10-0, like early on in the series, and it was like at that point when it's ten zero, you know, like all right, this this game's over. Mm. But when it was four two, like there were definitely there were so many opportunities where like we would have two guys on base, and then somebody would go up, and you're like, man, this guy just hits a home run. Like we're ahead, and we're then in. nobody, they just weren't hitting the ball. Mm -hmm. um, so, mm -hmm. was this the World Series? No, this was the National League Championships. It was literally the last game before the World Series. So, mm -hmm. but a lot of people, a lot of people were upset. They were like, How did we, how did we, because we won the first two games, so we're up 2 0. Then we go to Arizona. Mm -hmm. 
and we lose those two games. Those two two. And it's like it's like ah man, how are we ahead so like far? Just to just to like lose it all in the end. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Cause I said I was like, it's gonna be really weird to for the Diamondbacks to win and then just hear silence in the crowd. Is that what happened? Because there was cheering up till like the last strike, like the last, like the last out for the Phillies. Like, Cause there was like and everyone kept holding up these signs that were like, believe, believe. And um, as soon as they lost, it went, it fell silent. And the, the Well, there had to be some fans, some Arizona fans there, right? No, I didn't see. <laughs> it's one. like, no, we killed them. I didn't see one the whole time. Wow. And so as soon as, as soon as they won, you know, they ran out into the middle of the, and they were, and you know, they're all those dudes are ecstatic. Like they just, it, to them, they just won the world series. Like, like they were, they were like, we're going to the World Series, and they ran out, and they were like, yeah. and but like, the the whole stadium was just silent. It well, was that's like, good. They weren't booing them. No, I mean there were some boos. Okay, of course there but, were. But otherwise, it was just like dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop. Like it was like, oh man. Yeah. Okay. But. Oh. It was a fun, it was definitely a fun, I have some videos on my phone, actually. Like, yeah, just like, Awful. just like, look at, look at this. Look at, look at like, wow. Like, look at all those rally, like, like that was the stadium. Well, just like this view was just crazy. That just, is crazy. Um. Wow. So it was a good night. And she goes, oh, there were booze. Yeah, there were booze. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was it was fun while it lasted. Oh, wait, was that a pun? What? Like booze, not as in like boo. Oh, as in like no, there were definitely alcohol. booze. Alcohol. Yeah. Arizona beverage sales percents way down in... Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, they must be so excited. But I didn't realize it was 22 years. That's a long time. So we'll try to be. Should have been 23. Meaning they can have an extra. Yeah, no, I got it. I understand. Um, so, well, anyway. Uh, well, listen, everybody. We had a, a great morning this morning. Um, um yeah, who would pick a team name that's too long to put on their uniforms? I thought that was weird. Because, you know, our shirts, the fellas wear, it says Phillies. Theirs says Arizona. It doesn't say Diamondbacks because it can't fit. Well, the other thing, too, I don't like it that they call them the D-backs. No, nobody does. It's like. Did you know that they're new team? What do you mean? Um. They had the way that they said it on the broadcast. They said it's um. They said it's a. There was a word for it. Um, like they kept calling them the D backs, and I was like, just call them the Diamondbacks. Like, it's yeah, it's too just close too to close. D-backs. Yeah, yeah, we don't say that word. Okay. <laughs> and the D bags. Stop take it! The stop it! World Series. Stop saying that. Um. 
Yeah, I don't know, but it, it's expansion team. There it is. I knew um, they're an expansion team. team. What does that mean? Yeah, they're an expansion team. Let me Google it. Um, that's what I said. They they kept calling them an expansion team, and I was like, what is that? Is a new team in a sports league, usually from a city that has not hosted a team in that league before, formed with the intention of satisfying the demand for a local team from a population in a new area. So I don't know how long, how long have they been around well i guess 22 have they been around for 22 years have they never gone when mlb got bigger yeah um did arizona not have like a team before they started in 1998 oh oh wait so then they have they never won have they never gotten this far oh that's kind of nice Right? I don't like that you're like <laughs> knowing things, Dean. No, 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 no. But, but like, they did one before. You're like, that's nice. It's not nice. It is nice, Dean. No. What if we didn't have a you're team? Being sympathetic. Just, yeah. The Rangers have never won. Oh, so who they're going up against? And where are the Rangers from? New York? Rangers? They're from Texas. Texas. I was going to say, we don't have Rangers in New York. So whose side are you on? I don't know. I got to pick a I'm side saying, now. You're like, I feel like you're the mom. Everybody has to get <laughs> yeah. along. Yeah. Everybody did no. a great job. No. Oh, they won. So they started the team in 98. They won the World Series in 2001 and then went dry. And then they're playing Texas, who's never. How long has Texas been around? Oh, this is getting good now, Dean. I got to pick who I want to. No, we're not watching the World you Series. You get a trophy, and you get a trophy, and you're handsome. There's no point in watching the World Series now. Mm -hmm. Why would we watch it? Dean, you have to. Mm -mm. Why? Because. It's not the Phillies. Um, good sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So in Philadelphia, we don't have good sportsmanship. <laughs> That is not a concept that we have. Do we uh, have any Texans here that can tell me how long has your French? Is your French the Texas Rangers? 1961. That's how long they've been around and they've never won. He's a sore loser. Whoa. Okay, uh -huh. Bob or, or Barb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. What's it called? World Series. Oh, like when they won the last time? Let's see. Um, At first title. They've never won? Yeah. That's what it says. Last night's game, though, was so long. I don't know what it was. That's crazy. We were there, for, we were there almost So the Texas hours. Rangers started in 1961. It's been 20 years since they've gone. So they've gone to the World Series before, but they've never won. Wow. Well, this is going to be a good game then. That we will not be watching. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I'm going to the World Series for the second time ever. Games are really long when you're not winning. Dude, yeah. We, so the game started at 8. We didn't get out of there till like almost midnight. I think it was four hours. That was a long game. Wow. 
Wow. All right. Well, Dean's going to be our sports reporter, giving us a play-by-play -play of the games in the World Series. He's super excited about it. No, well, you know, it's funny. No. You know, it's funny. So mm. uh, at the news station, we, you know, you know, we have to prep all these graphics, right, for uh, very, like every single outcome, right? So like, like, oh, Phillies, you know, versus... Dean ran the field and he's on the team now, like every scenario. Like, well, no, not every scenario, but like, but like when it comes down to like the World Series, they didn't know if it was going to be the Houston Astros or the Texas Rangers. So they had all these graphics prepared that were like, Phillies versus Houston, Phillies versus Rangers. And so yesterday, yesterday, all the graphics people, mm -hmm. they were like, listen, we love the Phillies, but I honestly hope they lose tonight so that we don't have to prep all these like um, these graphics. Because it's then, you know, what they lost, and then all of those graphics kind of just get dumped in the trash now because it's like we can't can't use them. Have you ever heard, you know, so I, I thought this was interesting. I heard a comic talk this. I don't know if this is true or not, but uh did you know that like during the super bowl um you know how you know how like as soon as they win the super bowl they have t-shirts they have those t-shirts and then they send them to third world countries yeah and there's a whole bunch of kids walking around with a, with a super bowl shirt on that never happened yeah yeah so like that's for example like the eagles and the chiefs like, the chiefs won <laughs> never happened the chiefs won and so they get all they get all the merch right they run out and they give all the merch to the people and they wear like you know super bowl champions chiefs but then you think like, oh, how do they get that so quick? And it's like, because they make it all, you know, beforehand. So you have to imagine, like, the Eagles probably have all their merchants as Super Bowl champions, Eagles. So then they send it to a third world country so that, uh, you know, at least somebody can wear it. But the, the part that kind of stinks is all those people there think the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. They shouldn't be able to do that. That's just so wasteful. What do you mean? Well, like well, it's, it's good that like no, it's able not to use good. It it's well, they wire. should just wait. I understand, but people well, they, would have they, to wait. That'd be like, listen, I don't know who I'm gonna marry, so I'm gonna get cards that say Dina Smith, Dina Jones, Dina this, Dina that, just name. all the names, because I want to be ready. I want to have my business card, you know, because in this scenario, people sell business cards. Um, I don't know. It's just funny. Mm -hmm. you have all the variations yeah or just have a hat and some glue and you just put the logo right on the the hat you're like we have oh, this, logo, slap it on and last this logo it's velcro and you're like here take this one well it's because they want to they want to make money mm -hmm. it's, and they gotta it's be, about gotta be instant first. gratification yeah well, it's also because all those dudes that like oh stuff. the champagne bottles in the locker have needed to be packed away for a surprise lose. Oh, like if they won, they would all come back to their lockers right. and there would be, you're going to the World Series and they get champagne. And they're like, like, bring those bottles back. <laughs> Hide them. Hide them. Just the bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, exciting times, exciting times. Uh, hey, Maddie. Thanks for watching. Um, all right. Well, that's it, everybody. That is our Wednesday. We did a great job today. Thanks for watching, as always. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We've got two shows left before uh, my Eat, Pray, Love fun things happening. Dean's like, wait a minute. What is that? Dean Reed. 
All right. I will see you guys tomorrow. Like uh, Judy says, do something nice for yourself or for others today. And uh, thanks for watching. As always, I'll see you here tomorrow. Have a great day and a blessed day. And I'll see you guys then. All right. Bye. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is topping. And check out OneFunnyMotherStore.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> because... Boop, boop. Stop, no.